Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It's been a manic Monday, which appears to be Nathan Jones last Monday as a Luton Town manager. I can't believe we're saying this. Uh, This morning I woke up, probably the last thing I was expecting to see Nathan Jones leaving the club to go to the Premier League and manage Southampton, but it looks all but done. So today we're going to fully discuss that. What's next for Nathan Jones? What's next for Luton Town? Who's going to replace him? Where does that leave the team? Where does that leave the players? Where does that leave our game against Stoke? When you're listening to this tonight, ah, it's all a bit messy at the moment. I'm joined by Dave and Bataro. Bataro's got a full-on massive bottle of whiskey tonight. <laughs> He's on his third red stripe, mate. It's needed, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but look, I mean, I'm pretty... I don't know if I'm drinking to celebrate or not, but yeah. Um, <laughs> what we're celebrating? But, the Blackpool uh, no, win. Yeah, of course. But uh, look, whatever's going on at the moment it is what it is. I've not really thought too much into it. It hurt the first time, the second time it doesn't really hurt as much. So, Would you agree with that, Dave? Um, I think we've got to be realistic. That's what I feel. I think we've got to be realistic. He's come along. You know, this is totally different to the last time he left. Totally different. He's gone you know, to have a discussion with the permission of the club. Uh, and he's looking at a Premier League club. And you know what? When you think about football, the only people that are loyal to your club are your fans. And that's it. It's a job to them. So if you're going to get a, an increase of X million pounds, why wouldn't you go and have a listen and see what they've got to say to you? He has ambitions. I'm just sad that if he wants to go, I'm sad for us because we we know, I think we could have pushed on with him. But So that's where I am with that one. It's just weird being in this scenario again, isn't it? And we, we did a podcast what, two years ago when he left and when Graham Jones come in instead and... That I feel like it's a bit deja vu again. We're, we're back to this scenario of it's actually happening again and we're going to be managerless. Yeah, but look, it's, we're not going to go the whole sort of like 10, 15, 20 year period and keep the same manager, let's face it. Especially Mr. Jones. I mean, he, he needs to probably get out now and for his own sake, maybe a little bit. Well, I disagree. Not for his own. Yeah, maybe I said that the wrong way, but you can't. It's a good move for him. Yeah, you can't blame like him or the teams to, to go in for him because let's face it, like, the job he's done with us is incredible. Let's face it, you can't say anything other than that. No, that's true. And so, also, you've got to think this hasn't happened in one day. This has been bubbling under for a while. Surely, there's no way this has happened overnight. He knew this was coming. But well, there was rumours going around before Southampton even played. Yesterday, that yeah, Hassan, who was yeah. on his last legs, and, stuff, and Nathan like Jones was favourites yeah. to take over. I saw a tweet about it, and I think people going, "That's just one random bookies." If everyone lumps on that, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. reduce the odds or whatever. But and then this morning, you you look at betting sites everywhere have got Nathan Jones as the clear favourite, and then yeah. it just happened so quickly. The Athletic re- reporting tonight that Nathan Jones has verbally agreed to to join, but. It makes you think Luton's statement comes out and says, 
Nathan's had permission to speak to them after the Stoke game. So it's if, if I think for, from a Luton point of view, it's going we're getting Stoke out of the way. Then Wednesday he can talk. But I don't know. Reports are suggesting otherwise. At the uh, yeah, by the, by the look of it, it's basically it looks like he is he's already had like small talk. If that makes sense. He's had like the initial contact, but he's obviously the, the, the advanced talks then happen after the Stoke game, which I find absolutely ridiculous. By the way, I can't understand that. If he's going to go, just get him talking today and go. Just go because yeah. I, I can't understand the whole thing of coming back to Stoke. Let's face it: what's going to happen tomorrow night? Well, the Stoke you, fans are going to the Stoke fans are going to revel in it, and yeah. uh, maybe some of us Certain Luton supporters fans that might go as well. there, yeah, but they'll revel in it too. So he's, he's not, a, I don't think it's a good move. He's not in a, any win situation up there, is he? It's really? quite fitting that his final game for us will be away at Stoke. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he's picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a difficult situation, isn't it? Because I think if your manager's not going to want to be with you anymore, then I'd be saying go. I don't think we should keep him on. I mean, what you know, why? You know, that, what, what good will that do apart from, you know, how's he going to motivate the team for their last game under him? It doesn't make any sense to me to keep him there. If he wants to go, let him go. It's pretty good to do all his little talks with, like, you know, the players that he loves and go, you're right. Yeah. Boy, he's always worried about it. They'd be saying you back in January. <laughs> don't worry about but it. that's, that's the point, saying. isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's the other thing, right? Fuck. When he gets to Southampton, will he take any of our players with him? Will well, he, I was, will, gonna, will I was he, just about to ask, is there anyone in our team that is Premier League quality going into Southampton's team? Well, we don't know that because I don't watch Southampton enough. But, with the right manager, uh, any player will perform well. There's certain players in that Southampton team that if, like our players couldn't get near the squad. Yeah, but I would say... Because they are up there with the same sort of level because some of them players are shocking at Southampton. I'm just saying. For me, um, the way that Campbell's been playing, um, it wouldn't surprise me if he came back for him. Uh, Morris has been scoring. It wouldn't surprise me if he came back for him. Genuinely. Um, but... We just don't know, do we? We don't know what he's thinking apart from, look, let's be real. He's going to get, if he goes and has he, if it's confirmed tomorrow that he's gone, then he's going to get a massive pay increase. And you can't blame him for that. You literally can't. He's been one of the better managers we've had for seasons, for, for, for a long time. He's been, a, you know, he's been a really decent manager. So for Southampton fans watching this, hoping to get a bit of an insight into what they can expect from Nathan Jones. So what's impressed you most about Nathan Jones in his time at Luton? Probably the fact that last season we were great at home and this season we were great away. Unpredictability. <laughs> nah, to be fair, look, at the same time, like, we're all like, joking aside, but with Nathan Jones, you know that oh, at certain times you might frustrate people by not making you know, certain changes that you want to see or whatever, but he does make it difficult for the opposition to break us down. Like He's happy to, I think, whether it's just because the situation we're in with financials and whatever else, I don't like to go into it too much, but the whole possession thing off the ball, working hard off the ball, is that is that a thing that he installs? Is that what he wants to play? I, I don't know. Like I think, realistically, he's not there to play tippy-tappy football, play like Brazil back in 2002 or whatever. He's not like that. It's more like you do your job off the ball, do your basics, cement what you want to do, and then go and express yourself when you've got the opportunity to do it. That, that's basically what it is. But I don't know. I think Southampton have got, yeah, they're going to get something out of him. I think he's a bit so. marmate, isn't he? He's a bit marmate. You either love him or yeah. you don't. And um, I would say that 
you know, if he goes there and gets a couple of results straight away, then the Southampton fans will get behind him. That's what I would say. Uh, reading on social media at the moment, not many people really are uh, enamoured with the with that appointment. Well, I think you see, you've seen other Premier League clubs, for example, Aston Villa getting Emery in, and I think for for a club like Southampton, they're looking at that going. We want that, not Luton Town's manager. Maybe a little bit of teams like Luton and that evolved as well, but well, of course, you know, you know, yeah, but then he's, he's stupid un- to say, haven't they? But he's unproven at that level, isn't he? Listen, what has he done? He's he's got us out of League Two, League One, League One, Championship playoffs, sorry, Championship sorry, survival, sorry, League One. No, he didn't. He half didn't get us out of League One. Mick got us out of League One. I'm half, just going to put that. Yeah. There. yeah, okay. Well, so, <laughs> and you got Championship playoffs. Um. Is that the credentials to go and play in the Premier League, give it a chance at the Premier League? I don't know, maybe it's a bit too early, but it's his opportunity. And you know why Why would you begrudge him that? Because it's it's a huge payday for him. Huge. I think, I think it's different though when you go to Southampton, like compared to Luton Town. I think it's a lot different. I mean, I mean look, let's go down this season. Like, Let's face it, they could do. Yeah. And they're playing next season. Then he's got an opportunity then to build on a team that you know has they're not in backing pl- and they've got money. Like it's a different situation to what he has at Luton. I'm not saying he hasn't got the backing, but the financials are completely different. I get it's that. Different to see and what whereas, he can do with the money. Where Stoke was bit more, a bit more of a club, where maybe at the time the vibe around the club wasn't right for him. It's like Southampton are a good club. It's not mm. like Southampton had the problem Stoke did, and yeah, yeah, of course. you know it just felt like there was no togetherness at Stoke. When Jones was there, but it seems with Southampton, it's you know it's it's, it's a well-run club. They've got good people in charge, mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's an opportunity for him to go. And this is why you say you, you can't deny him his chance because it's a chance for him. And it doesn't even say money doesn't even matter for him in his ambitions in his career. He'll go. I want to manage in the Premier League. He's got that opportunity now with the bonus of getting more money. He'll yeah. go believe in himself. He'll take sadly half our backroom staff, and they'll go and. and Try a shot at Southampton, see what they do. <laughs> it's quite de- it's quite depressing. And then the problem is, you know, that you know, you, you put your you put your faith in him when he's come back and he's done well, but it's always going to be happening to our club until we get ourselves into that position where we're a bit of a stronger player, it's always going to happen. They're always going to come in because the bigger teams can do that. They can pay more, they can get them there, and if they're in the Premier League, um they can always come and pillage any lower league team they want. And they can just do it. Did part of you believe he'd be here until Power Court? Yeah, in the stadium. I generally yeah, yeah. thought I generally thought he could take us to Power Court. I generally thought it would be. I thought he'd uh, never that. leave after last time. To be fair. Yeah, but no, you can't listen. This is different to last time. I think we've got to be really specific yeah, about that. It's totally different. It last time it was underhand. It was, you know, it, it was just it just all underhand. There was nothing that we knew as a football club that he was going to go. Nothing. He just went. And he quit, and he did it wrong. This time, it's different. This time, you know, you can't, you know, they're in a different division. You just can't blame him for having to go. And and, and if you get, if you get asked, if you got asked to go to another club, you'd go, right? <laughs> don't answer that. But you would, you would definitely. I don't mean support Dave, Dave, stop jeopardising his career, please. Just stop. <laughs> no, but this is what I'm, this is what I'm trying to say to you. You know, it's a job for them. It's a job. He's not as passionate about the football team as we are, and he never will be, and no one ever will be more passionate. Yeah, but even us. if I was, at, say, I was working at Luton as a manager or something, and yeah, I love the club, but 
Manchester City come in for me and went, we want you to win the Champions League for us, I'd be like, yeah. Well, well we'd know it's all about the money then, wouldn't we? Yeah, then it's about the money, not the passion. And ambition. The ambition passion yeah, to do well in your career and, the, and to well, advance exactly, your career. Well, you what know? am I saying that's any different? All I'm saying, the only loyalty in football, the only loyalty... Yeah, but I'm saying I'm a fan and I would, I would potentially leave in a situation well, like that. Well, that's fair enough. That would be your choice. I but, disagree with you. I would never do that. But no, you would, but you would, football team. But you would still support Luton Town. Because right, you couldn't stop supporting Luton Town. And the only loyalty is that you shouldn't yeah, only put your own name on the shirt because that's the, that's the name that's going to go there until the day you die. So, bottom line, don't blame him for giving it a go. If he's gone, he's gone. And if he, gets, he does well, good luck to him. But you know what? He's done well for us when he's come back. He's kept us in this division. He's pushed us on. And, he's, and if he leaves, and when he leaves, he's leaving us in a really decent state with a really decent squad. And a chance for us to push on. Until he ruins it in January by taking them all. But yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, let's crack on. So uh, what else are we talking about? <laughs> well, look, no, there's still plenty more to get through. Like We haven't even touched on us beating Blackpool the weekend and what brilliant result that was. But um, I think we will touch on the result a little bit later and, and talk more about the Stoke game and how we approach that. But if you look at, like you said, Nathan Jones is leaving, or like you said, Dave, Nathan Jones is leaving us in a very good position. Does any part of you feel a little bit potentially excited about the prospect of us getting a new manager and there potentially being a new style? Because obviously that comes with a bit of nervousness, that nervousness of mm-hmm. what if he doesn't perform? What if the squad don't gel or like him? But then you've got to back the board to get the right man in or woman well, in. This is the thing. I mean, like you said there, you've got to back the board to get the right man in. We've always backed what's going on behind the scenes with management, recruitment, anything down the sort of like the backroom staff but and it's never really gone wrong in the last sort of what eight ten years has it really realistically so you do trust the situation we do trust the process but yeah it's gutting obviously the new lease of life now is welcome to Luton but it has to be the right man like it has to be someone that you know we don't want obviously we're not going to get someone like a I don't know like a mercenary from right around the leagues and we're not going to get that I think we'll get what I think was going to happen is we're going to get a young manager Someone we've probably never heard of. Potentially, yeah. I think we're going to get a young, up-and-coming, maybe a, another that, coach like not, Nathan Jones. Is that not dangerous, though? Um, Someone we've never heard of. No, because well, we, we didn't hear of Nathan no, Jones. No, to be we? fair, yeah, I agree with that, Dave. Sorry, Dave, well, I'll put you down there, but yeah. Okay. Well, I just I just think coaching-wise, it's someone who's a good coach. Ah, so there's like, a difference, isn't it? Someone who's a good coach will come in. I don't think it's more a proven manager or anything. Like, I think it'll be, be a coach. It's someone who can coach people who's... Good man management wise, I think that's what we're gonna have. A lot of people are sitting there throwing around the name Rob Edwards as well. Like, let's, let's get that out of there. Like, let's just not, not yeah. focus on that for time being. I'm, I'm going to say that um, we've we started this by saying this hasn't happened over one night. It hasn't. There, there has been under there's been things going on behind the scenes for a while for definite for definite. And if that's the case, then I hope we've been on it ourselves, looking the same way. And when you think back now, and, you, and and I look at it now and go. Well, maybe Nathan knew this was happening. That's why he got upset when uh, he got slagged off about how bad the, the Watford performance was, you know, and stuff like that. Or he's, I don't listen to social media and all that crap. Um, but I don't think this has been, this hasn't been one day. This has been a few days, maybe weeks. And if we knew already, maybe we were already tapping people up. Who knows? Yeah, and also maybe that could be completely untrue. And it well, is it could just be untrue, thing. but this is why we, go, we, this is why we do this podcast, isn't it? You know, we can all have our opinions. 
And clearly, I'm the only one that speaks sense. So yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm well can I just say this point? Because I know a lot of people will comment on that and say no. Can I just say at this point, though, Pataro, you still got a tattoo to get, mate, and how are you going to regret it now, aren't you? Oh gosh, yeah. Well, sort of, yeah. Let's not go to that. How's yeah. your whiskey going down anyway, mate? It's lovely to be fair. Yeah, it tastes better on the uh, well after a few. Listen, we we can't lament this. Is is having a good career opportunity? Lament you, or ferment? No, both. But you you need to just sit there and go. Well, good luck. If, and there's going to be some haters out there that won't like the way that he's gone. They won't like the fact that he's left Luton. But you've just got to say, well done, thank you. Good luck. That's what I would say to him. But, you know, you can expect the reaction when when uh, uh, tonight when we play Stoke might be different when we're at the terraces. Um, if you look at someone to come in, is there anyone in particular that you'd actually look at now and go, I would have you in a heartbeat? Mark Robbins. Coventry. Yeah, 100%. What? Why? Just, gi- just give me him, honestly. Not physically give me him, but yeah, that'd be a bit weird. But honestly, <laughs> like, I think it'd be a great. No, it'd be, I think it'd be a great like little recruitment for us. I mean, I know a lot of people say oh, why we leave Coventry to come to us, but I'm pretty sure like Coventry's situation is not the best at the moment. I think they're a bit like not not saying like major turmoil or anything like that, but I think they've got a few problems themselves. Yeah, behind the scenes. So why not offer him a little little payday? Come to Luton. We've got to remember, we'll, we'll be getting some compensation from Southampton for this, yeah. and I imagine it'll be in the few two or three mil. Easily, that. So, it's so, Nathan yeah. on a five-year contract. But yeah. like what I'm saying is about the whole Robbins situation. Mark Robbins is, yeah, Mark Robbins, yeah. It was Robin or Robbins, Mark Robbins, but yeah. Um, the thing is with him, like, it's very similar to the whole Nathan Jones, how he took Coventry from, I'm pretty sure he was there in League Two, wasn't he? League Two to the Championship, I think, in... Four or five yeah, seasons, quite quickly, yeah. like that. Obviously, probably not as quick, but as Nathan Jones, but Coventry similar sort of thing. He yeah. steadied the ship a little bit at Coventry as well, and he's but and without a big budget as well. Like, yeah, but Coventry fans would say that's a total sideways move for him. Why would he do it? Mm. That's what they would say. In fact, even they would even see themselves better than us at some point. So, uh, I, I don't. Do you know what I don't? Yeah, because because they're, they're Coventry fans, but realistically, we're I not going to go. We're not going to go to a club that has a manager right now and steal their manager. It's not happening. So it's going to be someone who hasn't got a job or someone who's in a tr- in a, in the coaching right. staff. That's how I look at it. I don't. It, you look coming, at me maybe. a bit weird. I just. I was going to say, do you think that's because the board have morals of we don't want to disrupt another team season, or do you think do you think maybe we need to stop being so nice and just go? We're going to take League One's best manager or. It, it, but it's still, take, best manager well, it's still taking a chance, though, isn't it? That's the point. They need to yeah, they need taking a chance on whoever you get in. Anyone you're going to get in is going to be a, a risk or a chance. Dave, I, I don't think realistically, going back to the whole um, commentary thing, I don't think that's a sideways move, realistically. I know they might look at it, you might say, oh, they look at it. But realistically, would they look at that and go, it's a sideways move? Because they're not getting nowhere near the fan base of what they should be getting. They're not, okay, yeah, they're, they're doing a great job in the league. But behind the scenes, like there's always like talk about Coventry and things happening and whatever else. Surely sometimes you want as a manager a bit of stability, knowing you're at. At Luton, let's face it, we can give that. I know we shouldn't be talking about other people's managers, I get that. Well, but we need a manager, there's a, there's a point. because you know. I, could see, I could potentially see it happening. I'm, I'll put it out there, a lot of people might disagree, with, but I could see it happening. Because... And then you've got to understand. I think, I think you have to un- then have to understand. You know how is this going to upset the players, 
in, in, you know, the, the way that they play? Is it going to be different? Is the new manager going to like the, like the players that we all like and we know that have been brilliant? You know, it's a very difficult one. It's a very difficult one. So, but I would be very surprised if the board have not already been looking and already made contact with someone. I, I 100% think they might have done that by now. Um, Rob Edwards, you want... It's going to be Rob Edwards, for fuck's sake, come on. What, uh, me or Dave? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying, in general, let's think of it, our next manager is, let's face it. Well, the biggest rumour I've seen tonight on... I've just seen this on Luton Outlaws is, apparently there's rumours going around that Emma Hayes from Chelsea really? is being seriously considered for the manager role at Luton, which would obviously be a world's first in football, having a female football manager at a club. But she is very talented. She is very good. What would your thoughts on that be? Rob Edwards playing against Watford would be very funny. Um, Emma Hayes, I don't know enough about her, to be fair. I just think it'd be great if she did come in and we did get Emma Hayes and you thought, and she smashed it, absolutely obliterated on the sidelines, called them all kinds of names under the sun. <laughs> I'd love it. I reckon she'd be a bit like... Because she's proper like, I think she's a, pro- like a bit of a cockney, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Proper like Nathan yeah. Jones after yeah. a game going, I feel physically sick. And, yeah. Um, well, I'm not having that. Not in that, maybe not in that accent. I don't know what accent that was. But um, it, look, I think it, I think there'd be nothing more brilliant and a, a more perfect time than for us to go and make history and be the first male, you know, professional football team to do that. I think that'd be... I think it'd be a bold move and I think it'd be a brilliant move from the club, but it'd be interesting to see what we do. Um, it'd be very bold, to be fair. Like, not in, in, closer to the mic, please. In a non-disrespectful way, it'd be very bold. It's nothing to do because she's a female. It's, I think it's like anything. I think it's like if you used to bring in, I don't know, a manager from sort of like the conference, you say, or someone just up and coming, not really had much experience. I'm not saying she hasn't, because she hasn't in the women's game. It's just like anything, though. Really, you've got to get the timing right. I think also it's it's more it's the to coaching do, as well. Th- we're going about to say it's about the team you get around you as well as a manager. Yeah. Surely, you know, you, if you think Nathan's going to go and he takes half the backroom staff, then you've got to recruit well for your backroom staff as well, and and your coaches. Uh, you know, we have the stability with with Mick if he can if he can chip in. You know, that's good. But uh, you know, uh, there'll be a lot of staff that go eventually. You know, Cohen's going to go, isn't he? Of course. Sheehan? Probably. McCormack? Well, they this, all this go. This is the thing like I said to you earlier. <laughs> McCormack, what, what have he took over? Was manager. Came in room manager. No idea. Imagine it's a that. difficult one. You know, look, Imagine the scenes, he got his players. I think, mm. I think you've got to trust the board to, to pick the right people. However, um, it's just disappointing. You know, they could have done it. Why didn't they just wait until we played Rotherham? You know, get these two games out of the way. Then we got that break for the World Cup. They could have dropped it there. It's a good time to be looking for a new manager, to be fair. Well, we have a break. We have a break, break, yeah. yeah. But, you know, there's not much time when he gets back to get rolling again and making sure the team perform. The team team are not going to want to let us down. No. Uh, Let's read some comments then, because we asked you on Twitter loads of stuff today. We had so many interactions on social media. Producer Jacob made the phone go mad with notifications. Andy Burgess said, if Nathan Jones leaves for Southampton, which, by the way, I genuinely hope he doesn't, then selecting his replacement is the biggest decision of Gary Sweet's tenure. Graham Jones didn't work, but I have every faith in our board to get it right. Yeah. Would you say this is bigger than last time in the appointment scale? What, what do you mean by that, bigger? Um, we're in a better position now, so we should potentially attract better managers. And there'll be lots of people that are contacting the club right now. I'd like to manage Luton Town because we're in a better position. If we select the right person, he can push us on. 
that's how I look. So, but not Steve Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? There are going to be applications coming in for this job. Loads. It's a great, it's a great job as well. It's like you said, that he's left us in such a good position. There's going to be so many managers out there that are looking at us going, I'd love to have a go at that job. So, it's like you said, um, it's, and a bit, and it's, a, it can be seen as an exciting time as well and an opportunity that yeah. we could get positive change from this. We could get back to playing with wingers and Mendes Gomez on fire at Fleetwood, bringing back game in the team. We could be a changed team. I suppose also, though, worse, maybe, yeah. a lot of the recruitment recently has been Nathan's recruitment, right? And he sells the club, he sells the image, he sells what he wants to do. And he goes and get, you know, the guys are out on loan at the moment. If they come back, will they be assessed differently by a new manager? Will we see new players in the team? Probably. It's, it's, it can be exciting, but the fact that we don't feel that we're going to get relegated is the first thing. So whoever comes in, takes over the reins and pushes on, great, because the last time it happened, we won the league, like I said. Dan says, he's done a truly outstanding job at the club and I'd be gutted to see him go. Making the players with our resources was an amazing achievement that was never going to go unnoticed by other club. Let's see how the day plays out. Well, if he hasn't gone, then uh, we have to take everything back we said, haven't we? But he's, you know, if he doesn't go, I'll be very, very surprised. If he doesn't go now, I'd be extremely surprised. And then this podcast would have just made us all look foolish. I'd be disappointed if he doesn't go now, <laughs> to be fair. You've hyped yourself up forever. Eh? Just like, hyped yourself up now. Yeah, like, if it doesn't go now, like, just go. I've, I've readied myself now for him to go. Just go, <laughs> like, just move on. It's a bit, ah, oh, yeah, let's not even go there. Nothing, like, bitter or anything, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I, I've, I've got myself used, accustomed to the thing of, like, we're going to lose him. If he was to stay now, I'd be like, oh, well, he stayed, like, you just until the next, my but, head but, yeah, for like, at 24 hours. Days, yeah. for like, <laughs> but if he stays, he stays until the next inquiry comes because he will mm-hmm. get more yeah, and he will get will. his opportunity. But why wouldn't you take it? Why wouldn't you take it? Paul says it's disappointing because Nathan Jones has done so well for us, but you can't deny that managing the Saints in the Premier League will be a great opportunity for him. We've got a great board who are optimistic that one day in the coming years we'll achieve Premier League status of our own, but Nathan Jones yeah. has his chance now. They've got a great stadium as well. I've played there twice. Score? No, I got four assists in one game, though, to yeah, be fair. That's not bad. Well yeah. done. Second game, I got injured after about 20 minutes. Oh, but yeah. Of course you did. Uh, what injury? Uh, my foot. I thought I broke my foot. Turns out it was just a heavy sprain. It <laughs> <laughs> okay. also kept me out for eight, eight to ten weeks. Sorry, so <laughs> it, was, it was... No, it was heavy. George says... <laughs> not comfortable with him taking charge against Stoke. As professional as he may claim to be, his head won't be there and the players will be affected. Let Cohen take the team. Well, I agree with that. I don't see how... Uh, you can take a manager that's about to leave, you know. Um, no, you shouldn't take him. The only thing you could see that working in our favour if he goes there and goes, look, we've had a brilliant journey. It's come to this moment. This is my final game. Go out there, get the job done. Maybe it could be used as a motivational way of, of getting results. I don't think it's going to be the case of Nathan Jones is going to turn up and be like... I don't care, lads. Go out, do what you want. I'm well, leaving no, tomorrow. He's, he's, he's still professional. Gonna, he's professional. He's 100% professional to get that but, win tomorrow night. No, but but I don't see how that can help. Uh, obviously, Stoke will revel in this. Their fans will Oh, revel their fans this. will love it. They're absolutely revel in this. We're going to win 3-0 tomorrow, by the way. Just let you know. <laughs> Jones or no Jones. Um, Ryan says about finding the right successor. That's going to be a tricky one. Nathan Jones gets the club and is a very good fit for us. Yeah, he gets the club, but he doesn't want to be at the club anymore. 
It's very depressing, isn't it? Well, no, I'm not depressed. I'm thinking, you know, good luck to him. We'll find someone. But Tara, why don't you go and put in... You know, Andy says, you have to wonder how the players will react in the Stoke match. Also, once Nathan Jones goes, it'll be bye-bye Elijah and Campbell. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't he come in? Oh, it's getting me now. Stop it. Right, because some of the most exciting prospects we've got in our team right now, Alan Campbell, for me, is one of them. There is no way that he's not going to be taken by somebody. Uh, we've obviously built our contracts around that because we must know. You know, that if he's good enough, he's going to go. Um, and they might be sitting there going, do you know what? Nathan's gone. I like Nathan. He likes me. I reckon I'll get a knock on the door. The agents will be all over yeah, it. Yeah, and that's where the loyalty lies as well, isn't it? But the agents the will be all over like, it. Yeah. The agents will be all over it. Nathan. But no disrespect to any Luton Town player. If Nathan Jones goes to Southampton and he gets, he gets a bit of money... I'm pretty sure his first thought is not going to be, I'm going to go straight back to Luton. But he, he's got an opportunity oh. as in, for himself as a manager to it's go... It's Nathan Jones. And he, well, he, he likes what he knows. Know. He likes what he knows sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah. But you can't deny that the likes of Alan Campbell have been superb. Brilliant. But is he quite ready for Premier League yet? Yeah, probably not. But if he goes up to that level, maybe he is. KDH came for Friends us for system. one season. True, but he was different... Different talent money. He was unreal. <laughs> he always got an answer. Sorry. No, but he, he was no, good, no, weren't no, he? Yeah. He's, he's still is good. Though, he's unreal. He's, he's, he see him yesterday. Was it yesterday they fought him? Crazy. Crazy. Again. Russ says, "Let's have it right." Nathan Jones dropped us for Stoke. He failed. The club replaced him, and then he and, and then they failed. And Nathan Jones came back and stopped the free fall decline. Bill was up to be a top championship side, so of course he's going to get a gig. This time he's doing it the right way. So fair play. Yeah, well, you can't deny that he's done it the right way. The club have done it the right way. Just um, They just took a little bit of time to tell us. To be fair to us. Sorry, I was just going to say, we did just lose the camera as well for YouTube. If you give uh, us a minute, I'm going to put my phone up and we'll... Uh... Oh, okay. Oh, you can do it as we talk, mate. Go on. Yeah, go on, do it. But no, what's saying, Dave? Like the whole... Uh, this feels weird now. He's up there and I can't yeah. even hear what he's saying. So, but, um, no, that's dangerous. Mate, you do, you do realise I've got to like... It's, well, I was going to say, this, no, but with the Blackpool thing, right? So I might need that. The amount, of, the amount of corners that we had, the amount of corners yeah. we had, the way that we were playing, it was very, the, our defence, the way that, just bodies on the line, really strong, really, really strong defending. Um, it's a performance that you sit there and go, wow, that is, that's a proper Luton Town it's performance. A pr- it's a proper away day, away yeah. day performance as well. Hello again, YouTube. Hello. Oh, no, Proper away game YouTube, performance. <laughs> um, like you said, brilliant blocks. Luke Berry pops up with a goal. And you're looking at the, the changes we had to make before the game and you're thinking, Berry pops up with a goal. This is good. The strength and depth it is. We're looking, mm-hmm. like you said, just good again. And I was thinking about the time Berry scored. Even though he hasn't played, but yeah. But I think, time. you know, for all the effort we put in, I think we really deserved it. I think it was a really, really good display and a really solid performance. Um you know, so yet again, a way we we've done brilliantly. Um, I do. I've already just written. I just read what where Jacob said that Lockyer stopped the ball, which is quite fun with his groin area. With his groin area, but um, you know what? What can you say? It was just an all round decent away performance, and you know, well done. And I generally, I generally feel like we're the better team as well, although they had like. You know, oh, we said that Saturday, didn't we? You know, yeah. they had stat-wise, they had more time on the ball, more shots than us at points. Um, I can't believe some of the stats, though, to be fair. But yeah, it was a bit, bit questionable, wasn't it? But we did a job, and we saw it out. 
And we haven't done that at home, have we? We haven't seen... There's a couple of games where we should have seen that and we haven't done it, but we've done it consistently away. So, you know, there is something going right in the team. Yeah. Um, Luton's last 27 championship away wins, 22 clean sheets, 16 of them have been a 1-0 win. Brilliant. Not bad, is it? Not bad. And I guess that's what Nathan Jones has instilled in the club is to... And that's why other managers... That's why other teams want him as a manager. Um... But overall, three points Saturday was brilliant. Sets us up for Stoke. If we can do a good job at Stoke and then we finish before the World Cup with a decent result against Rotherham, we'll forget all this. We'll get a draw against we'll Stoke and win Saturday. Yeah, well, well, I'll take that. And then we'll have a new manager. The new manager sets us up right and his first game is a win. And then we look forward to April. Well, we are running out of time for today. Um, Stoke... Nathan Jones' last game in charge. It could be a fitting one to end on. You look miserable, mate. <laughs> you oh, saying we're going to win 3-0? We're going to win 3-0, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not miserable. I'm just looking forward to it. Okay. You're going for 3-0? 3-0. Oh, okay. 3-0, Luke. Yeah. Well, what about you, Luke? Might as well um, do the prediction. And Go Stoke will miss I don't know. You can't say I don't know. We've asked you what's your prediction. 1-0. One 1-0. One okay. <sighs> See you there. Well, um, yeah. Have you lost your way as well now? Yeah, just just I'm done for today. I think I'm I'm ready to call it a day and just see what happens. Just get through this week and we'll we'll go again. No one's died with a new manager. Listen, no one has died. Luton Town is a football club that we all support, and it will still be Luton Town despite whoever is taking over. So you know, stay positive, and let's see where this journey takes us. Could be worse. Could be me taking over. Yeah, that would be terrible, man. Exactly. <laughs> Um, well thank you so much for watching today Southampton fans if you've watched as well thanks for checking out the podcast uh, we hope Nathan Jones does a great job at your lot and uh, <laughs> yeah thanks so much for listening thanks so much for watching let us know what you think we should do next who should we get in charge let us know below and we'll see you next week Good night.